Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome, everyone. As you are tuned in to Calvary Live, so glad that you can join us for today's program. I want to welcome all the Grace FM listeners. You're listening live today. What a beautiful day here in Colorado as the temperatures along the front range are in the 60s. And uh, it feels like spring, even though we're not there yet. But we are into March. This is the month where we get to uh, see spring come in. And uh, so I'm so glad that uh, we've entered into March and uh, this warm weather. Pray you're doing well. Welcome all Grace FM listeners along the Front Range up in the southern Wyoming. Give me a call, 303-690-3000 is the calling number, as this is the program where you get to call in and ask questions about the Bible or a Christian living, or what's our view as we see the things around us, and there's a lot going on. We want to go to the Word of God. We want to have a good worldview uh, and look at it through the lens of Scripture. And so give me a call, 303-690-3000. The lines can fill up quickly. Grab one of those open lines early, and uh, let's talk about the things of the Lord. Also, this is the opportunity for you to be able to um, ask for prayer and for prayer requests. And we're here to pray for you and, and with you. And, and we, uh, are honored to be able to do that and would like to do that. So call with your prayer requests as well. Again, all open lines, 303-690-3000 is the call in number. And there's another way for you to be able to ask a question or to, um, ask for prayer. And that's through a dedicated text line for texting only. So be sure to, uh, be safe when you are texting, but that number is 720-336-0897, and be safe, and uh, you can text in. That's a 24-7 pr- uh, prayer line that you can text in a prayer request, and the prayer team, the pastoral staff at Calvary Church in Aurora, where Grace FM originates, will be looking at those, and they will be praying for you, and uh, during the, this time of the show, the next hour, we're going to go to those prayer requests uh, as we have time, uh, but we'd like for you to call. So call in number 303-690-3000, and then the text line is 720-336-0897. My name is Jeff Figs of Calvary Chapel Greeley up here in northern Colorado, and so glad to be with you and hosting today's show. Uh, also, I want to welcome those who are listening live on Radio by Grace throughout the country. Uh, you too can call at that number. And those of you listening online, we have those who are listening to the Grace FM app or perhaps to uh, the website. You too can call anywhere in the country uh, at 303-690-3000. And uh, we get many calls all around the country. And so glad to be a part of your lives uh, as you are online. And then also those of you who are listening to another radio network, uh, Hope FM, Truth FM, Higher Rock Radio in Idaho, you can call in at that number. We will have our conversation. And then 
uh, we uh, will have you and encourage you to listen to it a week later. It is a week delayed on Hope and Truth FM and Higher Rock Radio. So give me a call. we got two open lines. Let's talk about Jesus. Let's talk about the things of the Lord, the things that are important to you. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. Let's go to Ron in Colorado Springs. Ron? Yeah, hi, Pastor Jeff. Thanks for calling. You're on Calvary Live. Yeah, can you hear me okay? I can hear you just fine. Okay, great. Well, first let me just say I love your uh, your kind and loving heart, and I really appreciate your ministry and, and teaching the Word, too. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I just want to ask prayer for my daughter. Um, my daughter um, may have received Christ when she was a little girl, but she uh, has not been following the Lord. Uh, and she, you know, it's not that she's doing flagrantly like sinning, but she's, I, I just know she's not walking with the Lord. And I, I'm really questioning if, if she ever was a, became a Christian. Um, so I, you know, I'm, I'm going to have it, I spend, I get to see her quite a bit and I'm going to be spending some time with her this next week. Uh, and I hope to, I feel like the Lord's telling me to, to give her a, 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 a new Testament and to ask her if she would read the book of John and, um, yeah. that, and that I could, I could, you know, could could talk with her about it, um, and I just want to ask that the, that the Holy Spirit would really lead me in what I say, um, and that the Holy Spirit would really be working in her life, um, leading her to Himself. Yeah, and we're going to pray, and and I think that's a lot of us, Ron, and I'm sure a lot of people listening right now are experiencing the same thing you are. Our children grew up in the church. They went to Sunday school. They maybe went to youth group. And then all of a sudden they get out in the world. And, and you know, being in ministry here 26 years in Greeley, I've seen kids grow up in the church and then they're out in the world and they're not walking with the Lord. And our heart breaks, doesn't it? We are just started to study um, Daniel and I was reminded of that in Daniel chapter 1. Here was Daniel. He was just a teenager when he was taken away from Jerusalem. And, you know, he was trained in the literature and language and religion of of Babylon. And one of the things that I pointed out to the congregation was that in chapter 1 it's recorded that they took the gold and the silver from the temple in Jerusalem to Babylon, and then the, the young men... Uh, of Judah, and that was Daniel and his three friends. But Nebuchadnezzar knew the real treasure was not the gold and the silver. The The real treasure was the young men. And Satan knows that. And Satan knows that if he can get a hold of our young people and indoctrinate them with Babylon, because they were being trained, but not just educated, but indoctrinated in the things of Babylon, that, that Satan, he knows he has a foothold into a whole nation, into our culture. And that's what we're seeing. And I believe that Satan is working overtime. So we're going to pray that the Lord's going to work. And, and of course, in that chapter, Daniel had purpose in his heart. And Ron, I just want to encourage you just to, you know, minister to her heart and give her the word of God and keep praying and let her know that the message is always to come home, come home. And that's the, you know, the, what we get from the prodigal son. 
And that's what we get from the Word of God. He came home. And that's what we pray for, you know, our sons and daughters that are just leaving the church or walking away from the Lord or being indoctrinated with Babylon. And just, you know, just about the age that Daniel went off, here comes Babylon, does the same thing to our young people. So I just, you know, my heart feels for those who have, you know, adult children that are out in the world and the world is holding them captive. And, but we always want to give them the message, come home. You know, Babylon is going to leave you empty and is not your hope and um, to continue to love them. And I think that's wonderful that you're going to give her John's gospel and just talk to her. And I believe the Lord's going to bless it. All right? Um, Thank you. Thank you, Pastor. Okay. Father, we just pray. I pray for Ron as he calls. And, Lord, he's going to talk to his daughter. And so many of us can feel Ron's heart because we have loved ones, maybe a spouse, maybe uh, a, a child, a, a grandchild, uh, a friend, that Babylon is holding them captive. And Lord, the message is to come home. Uh, maybe at one time they, they were close to you, they've walked away. You know their hearts. You know who belongs to you. But Lord, I pray that Ron's daughter, as he goes and ministers to her, that you would soften her heart, you would open up her ears spiritually, that you would help her see that, Lord, Babylon is going to leave her empty. And, and, Lord, is not her hope. And, Lord, that she would come home. She would come home to you. And, Lord, that's my prayer. And that Ron would see you working as he plants the seeds. That, Lord, that you love her. You love his daughter. And, Lord, that you would do that work in bringing her to you, Lord, and bringing her home. And, Lord, we just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, thank, thank you, Pastor Jeff. Really appreciate it. And yeah, my heart is broken for her. And I just, yeah, I so much want to, you know, that's my, I tell people, you know, if she, if she turns to the Lord, then, you know, I don't care what happens mm. to me, then I'm fine. But I you know, know. <laughs> I, I know that's it. That's so true. I just want my kids and, you know, my grandkids to know Jesus. Then everything right, else right. will be okay. So I feel your heart. Hey, Ron, we'll be praying, okay? Okay, thank you. You bet. God bless you. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. Text line 720-336-0897. We hear for our kids, don't we? And um, and keep praying for your children, your grandchildren, those that you love, that you know the Lord will get a hold of their hearts. The Lord wants to save. And, uh, and don't stop praying and the message is to come home. If you know they've walked away from the Lord, I think that there's a lot of you that are listening right now that that you've experienced that in your own family, or you know somebody that's close to you that's experiencing that. Tell them to come home and keep giving them the love of Jesus Christ and praying for them. And uh, we need to do that because it's a battle out there, and Satan is is holding them captive. And but you know our God is able. Our God is able. And always remember that. Hey, when somebody hangs up, we got an open line, so we do have one open line. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. Let's go over to Fort Collins where Chris is waiting. Chris? Yes, I'm here. Um, You're on Calvary Live. I want to thank you, Pastor Jeff, for your teaching because You uh, you are reaching so many people, and I think there's a hunger 
for the word. Um, yeah. Uh, it, and we, the teaching that we get from you, we can share with others, which is yeah. so helpful and so important. And I just want to thank you for that, first yeah, of all. You're welcome. It's a privilege. I, well, um, my question is this. Um, I thought in some part of the Bible it said one believer can save the whole family. And maybe I'm thinking of Rahab, and maybe not. But I thought everybody had to make their own choice. And it comes down to, I'm asking this question, because I have a believing son, two-and-a-half-year-old grandchild, and an unbelieving wife. And if the rapture should happen tomorrow, how, how would this play out? Yeah, and I think you're asking a very good question. And, you know, there there is a reference in, and some people think that if you get saved, your whole household is because of Paul's, um, you know, what he said to, to in the book of Acts when he was on his second missionary journey. He went to Philippi, and the Philippian jailer, remember, he said, how can I be saved? Uh, when there was the earthquake, and, and as Paul was chained up and in prison, and and uh, and Paul cried out to him and said that believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved in your household. Well, I think Paul was just saying that eventually that the Philippian jailer, that his household would come to Christ too as as the gospel was presented to them. I think in your situation what you're asking is in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, when it comes to the husband and wife, they were asking questions about Paul <laughs> about marriage because they were coming out of paganism and there were Christian believers that were married to unbelievers. And so Paul's telling them to keep their marriage vow. And he says that for the unbelieving husband is sanctified by the wife and the unbelieving wife is sanctified by the husband. Otherwise your children would be unclean, but now they are holy. And and so he's saying that that the believing spouse sanctifies the unbelieving spouse. So it's not necessarily salvation that comes to them, okay? But what it means is they sanctify that that believing spouse is there in the household, and that believing spouse is a blessing, brings blessing to the house, brings God's word, brings God's witness to the house, and that's why he says you're you're to remain with your unbelieving spouse because you are a witness to them, you bring blessing to them. It's kind of like, I don't know if this is the best example, but if I get on a plane and and I'm going to go somewhere to teach, you know, um, at a conference or something, that if God wants me to teach at that conference, me being a believer sanctifies the whole plane. That plane is not going to crash, okay? And so the, the believing spouse sanctifies the unbelieving spouse, is a witness, brings blessing to them. And, of course, Paul goes on to say that, you know, to be an example to them, um, to to bring salvation to the household. But it's a voice of truth, a witness to them, and, um, and, and sanctifies the house because of the believing spouse. And it's kind of interesting, for your children would be unclean, but now they are holy. That's an interesting portion that Paul puts into that, what does that mean? Well, again, it, it means that, um, you know, you talked about the rapture of the church. 
There are some that suspect that because of the belief in the household that it brings, could it be the children are going to be taken? There's a debate in this, and and um, and um, there's different thoughts on it because the believing spouse sanctifies the children. And there is a thought that those households that don't have, you know, a believing spouse at all, does it mean that when the rapture comes that children um, that are under the age of accountability are not going to go? Um, is this what Paul is talking about? We don't know for sure. Uh, I tend to lean towards the grace and mercy of our Lord that those, you know, children will be taken, but um, it's, it's quite a sobering verse that's here. Uh, so it brings the believing spouse just that blessing and and uh, witness and testimony and kind of a covering over that house married to the unbelieving spouse. Okay? Okay, a lot to sift through there. Thank <laughs> you for your answer. <laughs> it was. And so 1 Corinthians 7, you can take a look at that and um and but you are right that they have to make their own decision for the Lord. Just like our children have to make a decision for the Lord, right? Uh, they have to make their own decision for the Lord. There's a saying that God doesn't have grandchildren. And some people think, well, I'm a Christian because my parents are Christians. No, you have to come to faith. And it's same with anyone, any individual. They have to come to faith to the gospel to be saved. Thanks, Chris. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Appreciate it. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to uh, Jose in Greeley. Jose? Yeah, hello there, Pastor. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Praise the Lord. Good, good. Thanks for calling. No, thank you for everything you guys do, brother. You guys are a big blessing to to a lot of people, like the sister was saying previously to me. I'm also calling just so that you could pray for me and my family. We just closed on our house. I'm oh. asking for the Lord to give us wisdom and guidance as far as how to move forward with this. It's, it's life-changing, and uh, I just want the Lord's blessing, and also for my sister who's going through the same process, so... Right. And you know what you do, Jose? And I bet you've already done this, maybe. You could grab your kids, grab your family, and you go and you ask the Lord to bless that home. And, you know, that this home is dedicated for you, Lord, and this is where your praises are going to be sung. And I like what Ephesians, uh, as you read the book of Ephesians, you know, Paul's talking about uh, walking in love and walking in light and walking in wisdom. And he says, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things. And that should be the atmosphere of your home, where the things of God are spoken of, the psalms and hymns or praises of God are made in your heart and given thanks. And I'm just I'm just very um, excited for you and, and making your home a place where it's a sanctuary and where the praises of God are spoken. And so, Father, I pray for uh, Jose. I just pray as he has this, you know, a new closing on a house and uh, in this new home that you've blessed him with, that it would be a home that uh, underneath the roof of it 
it's more than just a building. It's a home. It's where his family is. And uh, I just pray for blessing upon him and all his family and everyone under that roof. And Lord, that the praises of God would be um, sung. Um, the thanksgiving of God would be expressed. The word of God would be spoken. And Lord, that you protect them, protect them in their home. And Lord, may it be just a witness and a light to everyone around, uh, just like um, a, a, a light on a hill, that they are a light in their neighborhood. And so, Lord, I thank you that you, you've brought him this home. And Lord, as his sister is going through the same process, that same thing, Lord, that um, she complete this process. And Lord, that uh, especially when housing is so hard, um, that she would be able to, to have that home uh, that she's in the process of getting. And Lord, it would also be a place where your name is spoken. Lord, I thank you for um, just you care about everything in our lives. And um, I just pray that you would bless Jose, his family, his sister in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Jeff. You, I appreciate you, it, man. Thank you. Thank you. All right. God bless you. God bless you. you. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000 is calling number. You know, I just want to say, too, um, it just kind of um, reminds me, we need to continue to pray for those in Boulder County that lost their homes in that fire. That was only two months ago. And uh, just the process they're going through, a long, long process hey, um, we're praying for you guys as the cleanup and just all the things they have to go through, the cleanup and then the rebuilding and, um, you know, trying to have housing and uh, find housing till that process, process is done. There are those who are still in hotels and things like that. Uh, Father, we do pray for them. As we're just thinking about this right now, we pray for those who lost their homes, over a 1,000 homes in Boulder County through the fires and just the process of cleanup and um, all the permits and everything else and insurance, it could be so stressful. But, Lord, just work and, and help them find the housing they need right now. And, Lord, and to be able to rebuild. And, Lord, we just give you that. We remember them and all their needs. Some lost everything. But, Lord, um, they have you. And, and Lord, I just pray that you would just give them their needs, help them to rebuild, bring them the strength and wisdom and comfort they need as they go through this process. In Jesus' name, amen. So we're thinking of you guys there in Boulder County that have gone through so much. Uh, we continue to pray for you. Hey, we got two open lines, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. Grab one of those open lines. And then the text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Kristen, on line one. Yes, Kristen? hello. Thank you for taking my call. Um, You're I welcome. Have a, I've been having an affliction in my body for about a year where um, it's very painful, and uh, it could be arthritis, but I don't have any um, medical insurance, so I haven't had it actually diagnosed. But it came on really suddenly, and it's very um, aggressive and and some days so painful that uh, I can barely walk when I get up in the morning and I have to take a lot of um, pain medicine over the counter. But anyway, so I'd like prayer for that. I've been prayed over many times and it just hasn't improved a whole lot. And I just don't understand why 
it hasn't improved, but I have, um, you know, examined my heart to see if I have any bitterness or unrepentance Mm -hmm. in my heart. And so that's one thing I need prayer for. But the second thing is, um, and I started at some point thinking, oh, maybe it's related to my my affliction, is that I have a friend, and I'm just going to call her Cindy, that uh, we were friends for several years. We worked together uh, in different um, departments at a church uh, years ago, and then the church got new um, new leadership, and then we both were replaced. And anyway, so I kind of always wondered whether she was really a believer, because she would ask me questions about, you know, what do I think of Jesus, and and ask me questions like, what does it mean to have a testimony, and what would I say if somebody asked me, do I have a testimony, how would I explain my testimony? So, um, you know, I kind of, uh, we, were, we were friends, we'd go out for coffee and things, but sometimes I kind of wondered, you know, I wonder if she really does believe, and I tried to, you know, say good things to her about Jesus. And anyway, um, about a year ago, we had a disagreement, and she hasn't talked to me ever since, and we just haven't kept in touch ever since. And um, since then, I've talked to different friends, uh, and one friend that knows Cindy told me, oh, yeah, I know her. She's the witch. And I said, Mm -hmm. what? (laughs) And she said, yeah, she said, you know, she is a witch. She's in that kind of Wicca thing or something, but she tells people that she's a witch. And I did remember that on her Facebook, my friend Cindy, I'll call her. Um, she did have several pictures of herself, like you know, with a black dress and a literally a pointed witch hat, <laughs> and with a little broom by her side, you know. And she would have those pictures like year round on her Facebook, yeah. and I thought it was a little odd. But anyway, um, so I've had like friends confirm that, oh yeah, she says she you know does spells and she's literally a witch. Um, so I'm very concerned about Cindy's soul and, uh, right. you know, and the, the demonic realm and all of that. And she's a wonderful person. I mean, she's so talented and does wonderful mm-hmm. things for people and stuff, but um, I'm really concerned for her. And okay. I don't, you know, I don't think she ever really be, I mean, I don't know that she ever really became a believer, especially if she's. Well, she's in Wicca. Yeah, and that's a very popular thing right now. And so we just got a, a couple minutes before we go to break. But one thing I want you to remember is this, is um, that, Kristen, that sometimes people, you know, they're afraid that, you know, maybe it's uh, somebody, uh, because I've even had, you know, somebody that was in Wicca or uh, mm-hmm. in occultic practices, we put a curse on you or in, something mm-hmm. like that. Just remember this, that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world, Okay. Yeah. You have the, the protection of the Lord and you, you know, express that the priority is her soul. So you just be a voice of truth to her and, um, and just give her the truth of the gospel, the truth of God's word, that God doesn't want you to be involved in these things, that there's, you know, darkness behind it and evil behind it and demonic power behind it. But Father, I do pray for Kristen that she would be able to, to, to go and get, and get a doctor's appointment and be able to get medical treatment for her pain. And Lord, I, I do pray that for her that even as Paul had a, a a thorn in the flesh that was very painful, but the Lord said that that my strength is made perfect in weakness and my grace is sufficient, that she would experience your grace 
experience your strength, relieve her, Lord, from the pain. And Lord, knowing that greater is he that is in her, the Holy Spirit that dwells in Kristen's heart than than anything that's out there in the world. And Lord, she would trust you and rest in your love. And Lord, I just pray for the healing touch upon her body and that she would be able to minister to her friend and Lord, to be able to give her truth that her friend would see that what she's involved in is dark and it's wrong, and she would come to the light, the light Jesus Christ. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Hey, amen. Thank you. We'll amen. be praying, Kristen. Hey, you hear the music. Okay. All open lines, I believe. So give me a call. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. And we'll be right back after break. Grab one of those open lines. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. My name is Jeff Biggs of Calvary Chapel Greeley with you on this beautiful late afternoon. Maybe it's evening where you're at. We have listeners all over the country that you are tuned into Calvary Live right now. It is the 1st of March. We've entered into March, and it's beautiful here in Colorado. And so give me a call. You heard the number. We got two open lines, 303-690-3000. Love to talk to you, answer your questions, encourage you, pray with you. And so give me a call. And then the text line is 720-336-0897. I do want to make a just a couple real quick announcements. Number one is that if you're listening to Grace FM, you just heard the announcement uh, concerning the Ukraine Relief Fund that Calvary Church in Aurora is doing. And I think it's a wonderful opportunity to support those refugees that are coming out of Ukraine. Um, you can go to gracefm.com, to the gracefm.com website. There's the donate button, and then there's a drop down to the U- Ukraine relief fund. So check that out. It's the Lord puts that on your heart. And I know that we up here in Greeley that will be given that announcement and we'll be telling our people about it. Uh, what's going on in Ukraine. We need to pray for them. Uh, the Christians there, uh, it's, it's been a blessing. It's been a wonderful testimony to see just the reports and the videos. And as they are praising God, there's a, a number of Calvary Chapel pastors that are in Ukraine, as well as other strong believers pastoring their church uh, in these difficult times. I just can't imagine that to come to the border of Ukraine and and drop your, your wife and your kids off and you go off to fight against this massive army that's come in Russia. And so um, we just need to pray. And we, we want to let you know about that um, opportunity to help those as Calvary Church and Aurora is sending um, one of their pastors or a team, um, a, a couple people there. Uh, there is the specific information there that's going to help in relief and getting people across the border. And there's a lot of people displaced. I believe what I've heard today, over a half a million so far coming across the border. They believe there may be as much as four million that may end up coming uh, into Poland and in the neighboring nations. And we don't know how far this war is going to go, 
how bad it's going to get. Um, it is very perilous. Um, is there going to be more upheaval? Is it going to expand? We don't know. But that's why, as Christians, we need to be praying and praying for our brothers and sisters that are there uh, in Ukraine as they fight for their freedom. Um, and I think about over the last, you know, um, year how so many of our brothers and sisters around the world are really experiencing persecution. What has happened in Afghanistan when the Taliban took over? Uh, that Christians are being killed. I, I just read an article from Far Reaching Ministry from West Bentley, my friend, who's ministering there and in, in you know uh, ministering on four different war fronts and uh, in Burma how Christians are being burned uh, in Iran the Christians being persecuted. Uh, it's the fastest growing church. So so please remember to pray for your brothers and sisters that are going through so much. In this Ukraine, what has taken place, um, you know, there's a lot of questions, and uh, there's a question on the text. Maybe I'll take the time to to answer concerning is this all what the Bible speaks about, and uh, I'll address that. And that's the second announcement is that we're in the book of Daniel here at Calvary Chapel Greeley. We happen to be in chapter two of Daniel this week, so. Uh, you can check it out. Uh, you can watch us uh, live stream at 9.30 and 11 at Calvary Chapel Greeley. That's G-R-E-E-L-E-Y dot org, O-R-G, for a live stream. If you uh, want to listen in or if you're in the Greeley area, come see us at three morning services, 8, 9.30 and 11 o'clock. Get on our website, check out directions. But we are going to be looking at the dream that Nebuchadnezzar had as Daniel gives him the dream and the interpretation of the dream, and it speaks of the empires that would come on the scene, the Gentile empires, from the time of Daniel to the second coming of Jesus Christ. And in that we see uh, what is going to be on the scene in at the time that Jesus Christ comes back. And so there's a lot there. It's called the backbone of Bible prophecy. Folks, we need to be wise in the Scriptures in discerning of the days in which we are in. So you can listen to that study, catch up on what we have gone through so far in Daniel uh, and Calvary Chapel Greeley, G-R-E-E-L-E-Y dot org, uh, to listen to that study, and then come see us if you're in the Greeley area. So also the Ukraine Relief Fund, gracefm.com, go to the Donate button, and then there's a drop-down that will go to that uh, where you can give us the Lord lead you. So I believe we have two open lines, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to Arlene in Greeley. Arlene? Yes, I'm here. You're on Calvary Live. First thing I'd like to do is thank you so much for all that you do for the online. And I love your Daniel series. Um, I have to listen well, to it you. on YouTube because I go to a different church, so I'm at church when you're on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that's available for you, and I'm glad you're being blessed by it. Yes, I am, and I love Daniel, and I can always yeah. learn something every time I listen to yeah. it. Absolutely. What I'm what asking can we... today is mm-hmm. for prayer. I'm 73 years old. I have a son that is 50, and we have not spoken for 17 years. Sadly, he married a young lady that um, 
come between us, and he let her come between us. So, but he is still his own band, so I don't hold her responsible. I hold him responsible for allowing that to happen. Um, but we haven't spoken for 17 years. Um, it doesn't hurt anymore. I have totally forgiven him, so there's no bitterness there. I okay. don't know if he's saved. I know he was brought up loving the Lord, but I don't know if he's saved because he certainly isn't acting like he's saved. Okay. I'm so sorry, Arlene. And, you know, that's a long time to not talk to your son. But, you know, God, he is able. And that study of of Daniel that we will go into when the three young Hebrew men find themselves in the difficult situation, they said God is able. And that's the mm-hmm. message of God's Word, is that he's able to bring that restoration and restoring and coming together. And we know that that's his heart. That's his heart to do that, and just as it's your heart as a mother. So, Father, I pray for Arlene. As she has not talked to her son for 17 years. That's a lot of years. But, Lord, I this is what my prayer is, is you just... Lord, press this on my heart that you restore the years that the locusts have eaten. And Lord, um, you promise that you can do that. And I pray for that for Arlene and her son, that you would put it on his heart to restore the relationship, for there to be forgiveness and a coming together from their end, uh, from his wife. Um, and Lord, that there would be healing in the, in this relationship. That Arlene would be able to to hear from her son, to be able to have that relationship no longer be strained and severed, but, Lord, that uh, there would be a coming together um, in, in, Lord, communicating and, Lord, just sharing their lives together. And I pray that you would do that work. And you are able, Lord, so bring the healing, restoration that they need um, coming together. And I just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I thank Thank you so much. He, I forgot to tell you, he does have two children that I don't even know their names or birth dates. But I have mm. turned him over to the Lord um, years ago, I'm so, and I'm so, he is in the I'm Lord's so. hands. But I thank you for yeah. the prayer, and God is in control, and whatever he decides, I'm okay, okay. with. Okay, Arlene. But I'm going to be praying, okay? Thank you. You bet. Okay. And I still Bye-bye. pray, too. So thank you. Thank, gotcha. I know you do. I know. Bye-bye. That is so hard when when family is strained for whatever reason and, and you know uh, children and grandchildren and so we're going to be praying for Arlene and and some of you out there you're experiencing that and it's so so difficult but you know the Lord and says that He can restore the years that the locusts have eaten and that's our prayer for for you who are restrained from your family. Got an open line, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. Text line 720-336-0897. Let's go to Denver with Mike. Mike? Hello. Hey, you're on Calvary Live. Yeah, hey, um, my question was about the narrow and the broad road. It appears to me that more people are going to hell than heaven. That may not be true, and again, it might. Uh, Also, in addition to that, if if anyone's going to hell— why, why would God create beings that he knew were going to end up in hell? I mean, maybe we don't understand the fundamental nature of hell, but I've never had that question answered sufficiently. 
Yeah, and you know what, Mike, to be honest, I don't know if I can answer it sufficiently um, because God chose to create us, and you're on the right track because Jesus said that enter by the narrow gate for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and he goes on to say there are many that, that go by it. Narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few that find it. So the implication is is there's a lot that's going to go down that road of destruction, and then there's going to be a few that are going to find a narrow way because the way to Jesus, Jesus would say right before he went to the cross, is I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. Why did he create human beings? Um, so Because many are going to be lost. He created human beings, we know, that have fellowship with us, but he's provided salvation and every human being has you know the the choice whether they're going to follow the lord and go down the narrow way um or not and um and you know i that's where i got to leave it i got to leave it in his hands that um that he is uh you know got those uh that are going to come to him and be with him for all eternity and i'm grateful for that um, but that that's where I got to leave it, what the Bible says. Well, I believe that, but that still yeah. didn't answer my question. Uh, yeah. I've never really had this question answered, and you started out, I think, probably, maybe, possibly right about there is no answer as far as we're concerned. And the only two things I can think of is one thing is maybe we don't fully comprehend what hell is, and secondly, God's glory is so great and what he's done is so miraculous in, in offering redemption that it outweighs the other. Yeah, I think, you know, it is. That's And maybe I didn't articulate it, but just uh, that Jesus came to die for us, for whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's the gospel. But, you know, to know that there are going to be those that are his, that, that um, are going to be with him for all eternity. When it comes to the sovereignty of God, I don't understand fully the sovereignty of God, and I think you're touching on that subject, why he chooses some, you know, he, you know, we're chosen, we have free will, all these things. We do know the concept of hell. Jesus was very clear that hell is separation from God. We know the Bible talks about it is eternal. Um, there's popular doctrines that are going around in the church saying that, well, the person who's not a believer just... Either they go into annihilation or hell isn't real or it isn't forever. Jesus made it very clear that there's everlasting punishment. And so Jesus talked about hell, that um, the Bible talks about it. And so we know that there is the uh, great white throne judgment where the unrighteous dead will be uh, cast into the lake of fire for all eternity. But I, I, you know, um, I'm just grateful for what Jesus has done for me. I want to be a witness to as many as I can. And, you know, when it comes to the sovereignty of God, I don't have it all figured out. And I used to, you know, one of the things, Mike, that I used to kind of um, struggle with when I first became a Christian, because I was wrestling with, am I chosen? And um, why did God choose me? I don't worry about the wise. I don't know. I just rejoice in it. And I want to be able to tell as many people as I can that they too can have eternal life that comes only through Jesus Christ 
because he is the way, the truth, and the life. Okay? Yeah, I know I know that's true, but still, I wonder, you know, about all the souls that will perish. I know all the rest of what you said is totally true, but I still wonder why the, the those people uh, were created in the first place. If God knew they'd end up in hell for all eternity. I know hell is an eternal place. I read in Revelation also about the dogs that are on the outside. So it appears that, I don't know, maybe somehow there's a, a terrible place outside of, of heaven that people exist in, and, and I don't know if they're seen or unseen by those who are redeemed or not. Well, I, I don't know about the dogs outside. I can't remember that reference. So, um, But the thing is, I'll, I know this, that hell is real, and the Bible speaks of it. And it's separation oh, sure. from God, and there's a lake of fire. So, you know, it's a question, Mike, and and a question that maybe perhaps other people are pondering too. But appreciate it. Wish I could help you out more. Sure, no problem. You bet, Mike. God bless you. Thank you. Three zero three six nine zero three thousand is the call in number. The text line seven two zero three three six zero eight nine seven. Let's go to Cortland. Hello. Cortland in Atlanta. Is that right, yes. Cortland? Yes, sir. Well, welcome to Calvary Live. Thank you. Um, I just want to say that I love your show, and um, it has really um, helped my life a lot. Um, I was going through a really difficult time, and I started listening to Grace FM, and mm-hmm. I decided to go to church. And... And um, it just, it renewed my faith, to be honest with you. Good. Good. You know, the Word of God, Cortland, is alive. And it's, you know, like a two-edged sword. It's alive and powerful, piercing your heart with the truth of God's Word. That's what's so wonderful about the Word of God. And then, you know, the Lord just drawing you to Him. And I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that you were blessed with the Word of God. That's the great need in the church today, and I'm very thankful for Grace FM and for other Christian radio stations. It's so needed, um, yeah. and I'm glad you found us. So, so what can we do for you? Um, so, um, I I am a Christian. I believe um, Jesus, my Lord and Savior, and I have mm-hmm. for several years now. Um, I was baptized when I was pretty young, um, but not as a child. Um, but I've been away from the church for uh, several years, and um, I just came to the realization uh, recently that I I cannot do life without God. I cannot. Um, mm-hmm. It is miserable, and and uh, excuse me if I use the wrong reference, but it is like hell on earth to live yeah. like that. And um, I'm just wondering what you would recommend for a. Um, a Christian that's renewing their faith, um, what the next steps should be, what I can do to um, strengthen my faith, because um, I think that's one of the things that um, maybe led me off the path was that I wasn't um, maybe a long-time Christian or someone who really knew the Word very well. Right, yeah. Yeah, and you're asking such an important question because— um, you know, you found Grace FM, you've come back to the Lord, you're a believer in the Lord, 
But now this journey that you're on, the best thing you can do is grow in the Word of God. Faith comes by yeah. hearing, the book of Romans says, and hearing by the Word of God and just strengthening yourself in God's wisdom and in this Word. Like I said, it's alive, and that's the way to growth. And second of all, to be in fellowship, find a church that is mm-hmm. a s- strong Bible-based church that's teaching the Bible and mm-hmm. uh, where you can go and get fed, have different you know, Bible studies that go on during the week, and that you can have relationships with other sisters um, that are going to be there to encourage you and pray for you. And that's one of the things I've really kind of been emphasizing on this program uh, because people will call and they're not in fellowship. Um, they're, they're growing, they're young, whatever. Maybe they left the church. But we really need that fellowship because the you hit the nail on the head. The world is mean out there. It is so mean, and it will hold you in bondage. And that's that's Egypt. And, um, you know, the children of Israel, when they came out of Egypt in the wilderness, they kept saying to Moses, we want to go back. They wanted mm-hmm. to go back, and a lot of Christians end up, you know, they can do that. We want to go back. You know, We had the onions. We ate better back there. But they forgot mm-hmm. that they were under the whips of the, you know, Egyptian taskmasters and they were baking bricks in, in the, you know, hot blistering sun. They forgot about that. They were enslaved. And, and that's what you're saying. You were in such bondage and slavery. And I was making reference to, you know, we are doing a study in Daniel. Daniel, they were taken off into captivity. And that's what Babylon wants to do. The Babylonian captivity described to us you know, in the book of Daniel. And that's what the world does. It, the Satan is, is a deceiver. He's a liar. And he wants to just hold you in captivity and ruin your life. And Jesus is the one that frees us. And you've been brought out of the darkness into his marvelous light. So Amen. continue to grow, grow in the word of God. You know, go get him in a church where you're being loved and fed the word of God. Uh, where, you know, as you grow, as the Lord puts on your heart, where you can begin to serve because he has spiritual Uh gifts for you as you're led by the Holy Spirit and have, you know, the brethren there to pray for you and to encourage you because we need each other. And one of the tactics of the enemy is to, is to isolate you. You Yeah, that's what I was uh, just thinking. Yeah, he you know, Cortland, one of the things out here in in um in the west out here in Colorado, um, I'm only you know not that far from Yellowstone National Park. Everybody knows Yellowstone, right? Yeah. And I used to take my kids there all the time. Uh, we homeschooled; they're not all adults, but I used to take them every spring um, or as many times as I could to this valley where they uh, had the wolves, and you would watch the wolves. And one of the tactics of the wolves was when they would go after an animal, they would try to isolate that animal. Mm-hmm. And they would go after the one that was lagging behind or isolated or weak. And that's what the enemy does. And that's why Peter writes that he's like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Uh, he wants mm-hmm. to try to isolate you. And there is safety in the multitude of counsel. There's safety in being with the brethren, encouragement. 
So mm-hmm. do those things. There's some practical things for you to do and keep listening to Christian radio um, when you can and keep taking in every the day. word of God. Good, good. Every day. So it's, uh, and th- it feeds me is, is how I think yeah. of it. When I'm in the car, when I'm going about my day, I actually, the radio, most of the channels make me sick now. I don't know why it's, it's weird. It's a really weird feeling because I'm like, oh, I don't want to listen to this. And then I, I don't know. It's just weird. So, well, it just, it just gets to be overwhelming. And there's so much information out there and opinions and analysis. And it just, you know, it begins to, you know, if I listen to too much, I'm grumpy. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I'm uptight. I'm angry. And, and, you know, that's why we want to be informed, right? But the thing is, we have to be washed with the water of the Word. We have to take in the Word of God um, to be fed and nourished. Otherwise, if we just take keep taking in the things of the world, we're going to find ourselves weak. So I want to pray for you, and I pray that you, you have a good church that you can go to to be fed, to, you know, good. And keep doing that. You're going to see the Lord. He's going to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. Okay? Okay. Thank you so much. You bet. Father, I pray for Cortland. I thank you that she found us. I thank you that you're ministering to her heart. I just pray that you would, Lord, help her to grow in your word and in faith and to be strengthened, that, Lord, that um, she was, as she's just taken in the word, um, to continue to renew her and refresh her in every way. And Lord, that um, she'd have good Christian fellowship and Lord, um, to be used of you. And Lord, um, that she would just grow in your love and in your grace. And Lord, that she would just continue to experience your mercy and compassion. And Lord, grow her in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, uh, Pastor Jeff. I appreciate it. You bet. You stay in touch, okay? Okay. okay. Right. Thank bless. you. you God bless you. Bye-bye. You. Bye-bye. Hey, we got a couple minutes left. Let's go to uh, Julio and Greeley. Julio? Are you there? Julio? Here. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're on Calvary Live. we got a couple minutes left. Excellent. Well, one, I'd just like to thank you for, for being and doing this and taking prayer requests, answering questions. Um, you bet. I do have a prayer request. But I have a couple of siblings, and I, I, I text in often just to kind of get, you know, prayer from everybody and anybody who's willing. Um, Good. But, you know, we grew up in the church. Um, the church is honestly my very first memory that I have is being in the church, and my siblings have kind of strained away. Um, mm. They're stuck in addictions, whether it's alcohol or drugs, and the amount of stress and just you can see it in my mother's eyes, just the pain that they're causing uh, her because they're so far away from the Lord. Um, yeah. And just, you know, with, with what's going on in Ukraine, I mean, it just, it brings a lot, it, it brings some things out, right? You start thinking of, oh my gosh. Yeah, a lot of, of heartache in the world that today. The is near, and, but it's yeah. possible that it's probably closer than we think. Yeah. Well, let's pray, Julio, because we're going to go off the air in a couple minutes and I want to pray and it is hard. There's a lot of heartache out there. There's a lot of personal heartache, you know, for, for you and, and for your mother and seeing your family go through this, siblings. 
and um, being in addiction and then what we see going on around the world. And, Lord, I just pray for this family. I just pray that you help Julio, his siblings stuck in addiction for, for you know, so long that you would free them. And, Lord, that you would work in their lives, help him and his mother to be able to t- give words of truth. And, Lord, that you would take that word, Lord, by your spirit also just free them. Lord, you're the one that's able to do that. You would free them from there, and the Lord, that uh, you be with them. Give them the strength they need, the wisdom they need. Lord, free his siblings from this addiction. You're the answer. You're the one that can do that. And I know there's people out there right now that they have loved ones that are addicted to drugs, alcohol, uh, whatever, Lord. And you're the one that can free their addictions, that you would do that. And, Lord, that you would work and there be just a move of your Holy Spirit in their lives. Those who are in bondage, bring them out of the darkness into your marvelous light in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, we're going to be praying, brother, okay? Thank you, Pastor Jeff. You bet. All right. Hey, we're at the end of the show. Had a great show. Thank you so much. It's such a privilege to be with you. Calvary Live is going to be back um, tomorrow, same time, through you know, the weekdays. And again, just want to remind you, go to gracefm.com to donate button, drop down to Ukraine Relief Fund. If you're interested, if the Lord leads you, God bless you and have a good evening. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.